Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives, keep us playing small, and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Good morning and happy Monday. Today's Monday here in Dallas. It's snowing, our first snowfall for the year. I have mixed feelings about it. I love snow um, when I get to choose when I want to see it. And also, I love when snow hits the ground and we have someone to help clean things up and get the roads clear. But in Dallas, they don't really like to do that. So I have mixed feelings here and I wanted to share that. (laughs) All right. Well, today is a solo episode. I'm so excited because it is the new year. It is January and I know everyone is so focused on how to be the best version of themselves this year, how to let go of the things not serving them, how to start stepping into the most aligned version of them, listen to their heart, and maybe set some goals along the way. And I am so excited to share a little bit about what we're going to dive into today. So today we're going to talk all things on setting higher expectations for yourself this year. And this isn't to deem bad or belittle yourself at all or manipulate yourself even. It's just to really set the intentions of what do you actually want to feel versus do. We're chasing these to-do lists, we're chasing these goals, but truthfully what we're actually chasing is the feelings, is the security, is the self-worth. And so I want to dive deeper into that and I want to go a little bit into goals. Are you actually setting the bare minimum or are you getting a little (laughs) delusional? This is something that I've been really focusing on this year as I've been growing and expanding my business, been growing and expanding myself is how can I shift to say this is just good, this is just what it is, to how can it get even better? A lot of the times we are so grateful and we are so appreciative of what's in front of us that we don't reach higher. And I want to shift that narrative. And I also want to talk about some actual tips and strategies that you can start doing to stretch yourself to reach higher. So let's get right into the episode. All right, my beautiful humans, let's get into all of it. Why you need to set higher expectations for yourself this year. So I want to start with what does that actually mean? What am I actually saying here? What I'm saying is that setting higher expectations for yourself, meaning that when you are writing out your goals, when you are looking at your past patterns, reflecting on the last year, 
instead of actually writing these goals, I want to hit this, I want to do this, I want to be this, I want you to actually look at them and say, who is writing these goals? What identity am I writing them from? What narrative, what perspective, what emotion am I writing these goals? Because a lot of the times we are very soft with our goals and the things that we want to accomplish within the year, meaning that maybe you're being more delicate, you're being more reserved with the goals that you're writing down. And I really want to challenge you to ask yourself, how has that been for you every time you've wrote your goal down? Did you reach your goal every year? Are you just stretching to the bare minimum? Are you ready to go a little bit higher? You know, when we look at people that we aspire to be or we're inspired by, they're not setting these bare minimum goals. They're getting a little delusional. And that to me started to anchor in of why I need to set more delusional goals because you should feel a little nervous in your body when you're setting these goals. You should feel a little like, oh my God, can I actually do that? Holy shit. Wow. That's a big expectation. That's a big goal that I'm setting for myself because it's going to put you in the right mindset to actually do the actions to get it done. If you are just writing out, yeah, I want to do one retreat this year, or I want to make this amount of money a month this year, or I just want to, you know, travel here this year. And it's like, okay, those are great goals. Absolutely. Those are things that obviously your heart wants to do, but how can you look at them and say, am I settling for this goal? What if I did two full retreats this year? What if I reached double the amount that I want to my bank account this year? And so what it does psychologically is it actually stretches your capacity to handle more pleasure. And pleasure are the things that we love, right? We don't chase things. We chase feelings, <laughs> literally. Everything is energy. When you want to go, and I'm kind of using my own, my own self, when I want to go to Costa Rica this year. I want to have two sold out retreats this year. I want to do my own retreat this year, right? All of these things I want to do have little mini goals attached to them, but it's the feeling I want, right? I want more freedom. I want to travel and be immersed in culture so that I can just feel more at home with myself. There is something in my soul that is calling me to travel, right? So yes, those specifics are calling me in. However, it's the feeling that I really want to receive. And so if you start looking at your goals in that way, it's going to help you really create this mindset that am I actually settling or am I reaching higher? And so when we get to do that, when we reach higher, when we look at our sheet of paper or our journal and look at all the things that we wrote down on our to-do list, can we say, is there anything on this list that makes me feel stretchy? Does it make me feel nervous? Does it make me feel like, fuck, I got to step up this year? And if you're looking at your list and if it's like, nah, not really, like these are the things I already have planned. These are like a no-brainer. I want you to go a little more delusional. I want you to go a little bit bigger. And I want you to shift your mindset from this is good, like I'm proud of myself if I do this, to shifting it. How can it get even better? How can it get even better? Because like I mentioned, what it's going to do is it's actually going to start putting you into the driver's seat. It's going to allow you to 
do the most uncomfortable things to reach those goals. And like I was sharing this year, I'm getting more delusional than I ever have. And it is wild because my nervous system's like, I don't know if we can do that. Ooh, I don't know about that. Why not this? Why not that? And what it's teaching me and what it's coaching me to do is train my nervous system to handle more capacity. There is a quote by Marianne Williamson. She says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? You're playing small, doesn't deserve the world, doesn't serve the world. And that quote sticks with me all the time because more and more evidence just comes up to the fact that we are, as a collective, just reaching for adequate. We're reaching for settling. We're reaching for this is just okay. This is bare minimum. And we wonder why years down the road, we didn't do X thing or we settled for this thing. And what if, what if, what if? And so I really invite you to look at your sheet of paper, your goals and visions for 2024, your journal or your mind, wherever you are writing out or manifesting your goals. And I want you to ask yourself, is there any part of me that is just settling for adequate? Or can I reach bigger? And can I stretch myself? And if you've been following me for a while, I am absolutely obsessed with everything and all the things around nervous system regulation because it is, to me, the gateway, the key to having the most fulfilling life, relationships, business, pleasure, success. Because our body stores all of past trauma and experiences and feelings. And when we are getting nervous, when we are getting fearful, our body responds, right? Depending on our unique way of growing up and our past experiences, our body can have a variety of ways to respond right to fear so if we can settle ourselves and say oh my gosh like this is my goal I'm getting bigger I'm reaching higher and it's stretching me and I can be okay with the discomfort that it's giving me and I can train my nervous system train my body train my mind to say it is okay to be nervous it is okay to be in this place and still go out and do the thing you're teaching yourself fear is okay and that I am capable. I am capable. I am capable. I am capable. So I know I took a little bit longer on number one, but to me it is the most important and why you need to set higher expectations. So let's go into number two. Do you know what you actually want this year? Do you know what you actually want to feel this year? Like I shared in the intro, a lot of us are wanting these things outside of ourselves and there's nothing wrong with those things. There's nothing wrong with wanting more clients or getting a promotion at work or wanting to make more money or wanting to travel, right? But I want you to think about the feeling because it's a mentality. And this is also going to help you really anchor into what it is that you truly want. So if you're a little bit 
unclear of what this year looks like for you, if you're a little bit unclear on the goals that you're setting for yourself, I want you to go into the feeling. I want you to go into the feeling of how do I want to feel throughout this year? Maybe I want to feel more nervous system regulation. Maybe I want to feel more secure to be more authentic. Maybe I want to feel safer in my relationships and have the courage to say hard things and set boundaries, right? And so when you start to think about the feelings you want to have, that is going to help you get more crystallized in the vision and the goals that you have for this year. Hey, I just wanted to interrupt this episode really quick to just lovingly remind you if you have a specific question, if you are loving this episode, please go to the link in the show notes and click the question box. We want to hear from you what the topics and the personal questions you want answered here on the podcast. And if you are enjoying this episode, please give us some stars and write a review. Let's get right back to the episode. Number three. Are you going for the bare minimum with your aspirations or getting a little delusional? So this is something again where I did lightly touch on it, but I want to go a little bit deeper and it's worth the extra conversation. I want you to think about what you're asking from yourself this year and really looking at, am I setting myself up for adequacy or am I setting myself up for the mentality of how can this get even better, even better? And that automatically, that thought process, that reframe, that saying out loud is really going to help you look at how much great, ah, I can't talk, how much gratitude you have in your life and what you have in front of you and also say, how can this get even better? So every time you check off a goal, anytime that you are receiving whether that's a new client, receiving something exciting in your business, receiving a promotion, whatever. I want you to say, how can this get even better? And not just being like, okay, great. Like, I'm good. I want you to go higher and stretch even deeper this year. I hope you enjoyed that. But really, like the key to success, fulfillment, and reaching your dream life is by getting a little delusional and setting goals with higher higher reward, higher reward for yourself and for the feeling, the embodiment, right? I promise you it is going to take you so far, which goes into my last tip and strategy, how to stretch yourself to, to reach higher. And so we talked about why, but I want to talk about the how, right? And so To me, there's always two components to doing anything. It's the energetic, the feeling, the embodiment, right? The inner work, the mindset shifts, and also actions, right? So I want you to think about how can you stretch yourself to reach higher? Well, it depends on what your goals are, but in a high level, you need to have action and you need to do the scary hard things. So One, I highly recommend networking, 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 networking with people that are doing better than you. (laughs) Why? Why would you want to be in a room with people that are doing better than you? Well, because they're going to give you the energy. They're going to give you the motivation. They're also going to give you proof of concept that you can do it too. All of the people that you are striving to become 
and striving to be inspired by with whatever that is within their lifestyle, within their business, within their relationships, they had other people show them it's possible. Us collectively as a human race, we focus on what we have in front of ourselves, right? And our beliefs really steer our reality. So if you are constantly thinking negative, oh, I don't have money, I'm broke, I'm broke, the universe, God's source creatrix is going to say, okay, here's more evidence you're broke. So if whatever you believe is going to start manifesting, it's already been manifesting, positive and negative, right? So if you're around people that are walking the path that you want to walk, are walking the path that you want to be in, you have to get into rooms with them because they are going to give your subconscious mind (laughs) the evidence it needs to say, I can do this too. Quick story. When I was thinking about getting out of corporate, there were a few things that just came to mind. First off, one was I knew that the fear was a little overempowering and I needed something, someone, some sort of evidence to show me that I can. And so I was really big on Instagram at that time. That's when I started getting really into Instagram, I should say. And influencers were kind of popping up. This was probably like 2017 2018 probably and I was obsessed with the gym right I was obsessed with nutrition and a lot of you know that my story started with health and started with personal training so before I decided to exit corporate I wanted to have a plan nothing wrong with that I wanted to have a plan before I just quit something I hated I'm like I need some way to make consistent money right so I started to look on Instagram and YouTube was really big at that time as well. And so I found some influencers that were working in the fitness industry. They were coaches and they were successful in their business. And I'm like, huh, okay, tell me more. And so when I really started to anchor into the idea that I am more than what I'm doing at my job and I am more than you know, what is given to me and that my heart's desires matter, I started to look for evidence of that, right? So I had this feeling come up where I wanted to explore, but I was a little afraid to dip my toe into it. And there was an incredible influencer, mentor of mine currently, Manabuchi, and she was one of the first influencers on social media to show the possibilities of running your own business as a fitness fitness influencer. And so she had a live event in LA in September. I remember this to this day, September in 2018. And it was all about how to start your business, how to start making content, like how to actually start the thing that you're passionate about within the fitness industry. And I kid you not, I made so many connections to this day, still great friends with some of the women I met there, which was what almost uh, almost five years ago and also I felt like I was unstoppable I felt like if Amanda can do it why can't I do it and why can't all of these other people that were in her program do it right I can do it and so what it did for me was getting in rooms with other people that were doing better than me showed me how possible it was and it also brought every 
everyone in that room down to the same playing field. I know that we put these influencers and our coaches and the people we're inspired by on these platforms, on these pedestals, but we need to bring it down and saying there is no difference from them to me. They might have more resources. They might have you know, more of a skill set, but everything is possible for us to earn. Everything is possible for us to learn at the same time. So it really opened my mind that I am capable. And then that's when I made my plan to pivot and shift out of corporate. So getting in rooms with other people that you are aspiring to be or like walk their path or a similar path in their in even in their industry is going to set you up for success because it's going to motivate the fuck out of you. It's going to raise your vibration and you're also going to be able to network with high level people. And I promise you, if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know, I don't know how that feels. That feels scary. Okay, well, this is the year where you start doing scary hard things because if you don't, you're going to consistently live the life that you're living and you're not going to be fully happy. A hundred percent. I know all of us can look at our life and say, yeah, I wish that would shift a little bit more. Yeah, I'm not fully happy with that. And maybe even saying, what if I took a different path? What would happen? I want you to start listening to those inner whispers because your intuition is speaking so loud, so loud, and it's not going to go away. It's not going to go away. So it's up to you to actually do something about it. Okay, so second part on the how to stretch yourself to reach higher. Spend more time getting to know yourself. Man, this one should be number one. (laughs) But getting the opportunity to go deeper with yourself. And it can be scary. It can be hard. It can be confronting. However, all that we seek is just on the other door of going deeper within ourselves. And I know a lot of you have been following my journey for a while. And if you're not, if you're new here, I've spent the last three years doing this, what I like to call excavation of my soul. (laughs) I have been on my spiritual journey for three years. And whether you're on a spiritual journey or a healing journey to me, they are so deeply intertwined. And the more you heal, the more that you recognize there is a higher power in this earth and on this planet. And so for me, I had a spiritual awakening, which opened me up to my healing journey, opened me up to the parts of myself that were muted, that were hidden, that were denied, that were dark. And the more that I started to be influenced by other people living their authentic life and relationships, there were parts of me that I was like jealous. I was getting resentful I was like why can't I have that too and instead of being angry and thinking again they're on a pedestal they're better than me they have more resources da 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 I started to inwardly reflect in myself and ask myself what are what are the parts of me that think I can't have that and how do I go deeper with that how do I get to know those parts better so for a specific example I gave earlier, right, where I wanted to quit my corporate job, but I needed, you know, I was nervous and the fear was overwhelming. And then I found proof of concept, right? That was a way where I got to know myself a little bit deeper and say, actually, I can. It's just a fear. I can do this. And that's when I hired a mentor and I started getting in community with people that were like me. And it just helped so much. But another 
deeper evidence too, actually this past year was that I was in a relationship for three years and I started to shift and change and getting to know myself deeper, spending more time with myself, recognizing that there were parts in my relationship that I wasn't fully fulfilled in and I didn't know what I didn't know until it was presented to me in other dynamics and other people's relationships where I was like, wow, y'all are in love. Like you really get to be your authentic self. And again, I didn't know these parts of myself until they were like mirrored in front of me. And I was like, I want that. I want more. And when I realized it wasn't available in my relationship at the time, I had to make a really hard decision that completely changed the trajectory of my lifestyle and my heart. And I ended that relationship in March of last year, which is crazy. It's been almost a year. And so what that did for me was really show myself that I get to have all that I want. And also seeing and spending time with people that are living my maybe dream relationship, that are living my dream lifestyle, really showed me what was possible for me, right? And that feeling just got bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where it led me to making a decision for myself. So... When you get to spend time alone with yourself, your thoughts, your feelings, your envy, your jealousy, those are parts of you that want to come out. To me, jealousy and envy are true emotions of I want that too. There's some part of me that wants what you have and there's some part of me that doesn't feel safe to explore that. And that might be specific. That might be a generalization. However, Listen to those parts of you. And when you're getting triggered, when you're getting jealous, when you're feeling some sort of way by how someone is expressing themselves or how someone's living their life or how someone is so quote, quote, successful in their business, those are parts of you that you get to question and say, what's here? And so just to like end that story that I was sharing and end this little part of spending time to get to know yourself better, I'm going to give a little bit of how you can start doing that. But ultimately, what was really helpful for me was to really ask myself those deep questions of what it, what it, what is it about this person's relationship that I really want? What is it about them that is making me feel this like discomfort in my body? And I really started to recognize, oh my goodness, there are parts of me that don't feel I can be authentic. And truthfully, it was a reflection of I don't feel worthy of being my true self, whoa, like, am I going to reject myself? And so that was a big moment for me to really look at authenticity and look at, it wasn't the trips that this person was taking. It wasn't the relationship that they were in. It was actually the way that they were carrying themselves and feeling so okay with who they were. And of course, right, the more authentic we can be, the more truthful we can be, the more that we're going to attract the right situations and opportunities and people in our life, right? So it was a huge, huge reflection for me to really dig deeper and ask myself, is this a belief that I want? Is this something that's actually mine? Or do I get to shift it? Do I get to change it? And this whole past year, I've been working on shifting and changing my relationship to myself within my my deeper desires within my sensuality, within my own sexuality, with trauma, with 
the idea of what a relationship is supposed to look like, the idea of what authenticity looks like, right? And finding that there were parts of me that I was muting so much and I got to explore more of those. And it's really led to a beautiful relationship that I am fostering and it's led to even more deeper friendships that are just so yummy and incredible and just nourishing and it's also led to more of a lifestyle that feels like a fuck yes and opportunities are flooding in because I started to listen to myself listen to my heart and with that how how do you start to spend more time with yourself in those deeper ways I want you to ask yourself, what are the parts of me that feel jealous, that feel envy right now? Maybe from friends or influencers on social media or coworkers, right? What, what is it about their life, about their actions, about their behaviors that make me feel a type of way? <laughs> because those are parts of you that are not feeling heard, not feeling seen and need to be dug into, That's where I would start because it will create so much freedom for you to really look at those parts and say, what is it here? What what part of me is feeling triggered? What part of me is feeling envy, right? It's okay that I feel this way. It's okay that I want that too. It's okay that I don't know what I don't know yet, but I want to explore it. And having the desire to wanting to explore yourself is going to be amazing and going to lead you into really big ways. And so other t- other ways that you can spend time getting to know yourself is being around other people that are doing that, right? And having processes, working with a coach, going on retreats, being in containers, having community, going to events, right? Getting yourself the support that you need and being okay with like, yeah, I'm triggered here and yeah, I feel uncomfortable here, but I still know that this is beneficial for me, right? And doing hard, scary things, right? That's going to constantly prove to yourself that what you're feeling isn't so scary and you're not alone. And the last part of how to stretch yourself is to get uncomfortable. It needs to be your new normal, (laughs) 150%. And all the goals that you're writing down, that's a great thing to look at is, are these comfortable goals or are these uncomfortable goals? And how can I stretch my capacity for more pleasure? And the way that we stretch ourselves for more is by being okay with finding comfort in the discomfort. So I really am inviting you to look at the things that you're telling yourself, the actions that you're taking, are they comfortable or are they uncomfortable? And If you really want to shift your lifestyle, you want to shift your life, you want to shift your relationships, you want more in any area of your life, you have to set higher expectations. You have to get uncomfortable and start being comfortable with the uncomfortable 100% or you're going to have the same year you had last year, which for some of you might be an absolute no, I'm not doing that. Some of you might be saying, yeah, last year was okay. It was good but I want more. That's how you get more, period. You have to take the actions, the energetic work, the mindset work is like laid out for you here in this podcast. It really is. Getting in rooms, going on retreats, doing workshops, getting out of your comfort zone, trying to pick up a hobby, create a new skill, All of these things, whether they are like specifically related to your goals or not, are going to stretch you and also being okay with going deeper with yourself, right? 
that's where medicine, plant medicine can come in. That's where therapy can come in. That's where coaching can come in, right? And so I really am inviting you to make this year the best year yet by doing all of these things, setting higher expectations, starting to think about what you want to feel and, and shifting that mentality to this is just adequate to how can this get even better, being okay with the nervous system getting a little flary when you set these goals, not going bare minimum, getting a little delusional, and stretching yourself higher by spending time to getting to know yourself, getting in your rooms with other people that are doing the things that you want to do, and staying in discomfort, knowing that it's temporary, and allowing it to be your normal. Oof. You have to start shifting your mindset, believing that you can, and you have to start anchoring into the fact, this is just psychology, your unconscious mind is going to find evidence to whatever you believe. If you believe you can't, the universe will give you opportunities to show you you can't. If you want to believe you can, you have to anchor in new actions, new behaviors, and new thought patterns to say that you can. I am no different than you. No different. But what I did differently was shift my mindset and get into opportunities, workshops, rooms, retreats, working with people that were doing better than me so that I could show myself I can too. Started to do the healing work. Really put myself all on the line. Let go of some massive things in my life that were fucking hard. But wow, the payoff, the light at the end of that tunnel has given me so much liberation in myself, in my business, and in my life. So this was a little, little uh, tough love, but in the most loving way. I just want to give you the codes. I want to give you the space. I want to give you the support so that you can live your most authentic life. That's all I want for you. And I know a lot of you listening resonate with that. I want to be more authentic. I want to have deep, nourishing, intimate relationships and communication. I want to do work as my passion and get paid for it. I want to live the best life possible. And I want to end this podcast with sharing that if you are ready to do this work, if you're ready to set higher expectations, if you are ready to find your soul tribe, if you are ready to do the healing work needed to learn, unlearn, grow, evolve, step deeper into your purpose, I have my fourth biannual retreat coming up this spring in Sedona, Arizona, April 5th through 8th. It's called the Purposeful Soul Retreat, and this is the fourth one, and it is amazing. It's nourishing. It will shift you. It will challenge you. It will allow you to grow in the best way possible and be around like-minded women that are here to evolve, that are here to grow and expand themselves. This retreat is calling you in and you will have the space and the opportunity to do the healing work in a safe container to explore those deeper parts of you to get really clear on what you desire and if that feels like an f yes if you want to hear more go to the link in my bio or go to the link in the show notes (laughs) go to the link in the show notes or my instagram in the bio and learn more and see if this is right for you This is something that I have felt so deeply passionate about 
for so long because of my own lived experience through retreats. I've invested 30 to $40,000 in myself so far in personal development, in certifications and education. However, what has been so transformative to me has been retreats because I get uncomfortable, I get triggered, I'm around like-minded people for a certain amount of days, and I just elevate so fast because of the energy there and learning and growing and just being in that environment, right? It will expedite your business, it'll expedite (laughs) everything in your life because you're here to transform and it is just so nourishing, so rewarding and I'm just, again, so excited that I get to host these now from the experiences I've had in my past. So if you are feeling the call, go to the link, learn more, shoot me a message on Instagram. We can talk and just make sure this is right for you. We're only accepting eight women this time. So I know they're going to fill up. So with all that being said, listen to your heart this year more than ever. Reach those delusional goals and give yourself the opportunity to learn more about who you are and the woman or the man that you are becoming. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes, give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. And if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information. Or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Steph. And I will see you guys next week.